Hey, this is Sarah. Quick little message before today's episode. Uh, a little later, I talk about wanting to open a Redbubble store uh, to sell some merch to help support the podcast. And I did that. We did that. <laughs> so we do have a Redbubble store now. I've linked it on our various uh, social medias. But if you go to redbubble.com and search for Chaotic Neutral, you'll find some, you know, stickers, pins, t-shirts, mugs, um, Jessica did some brand new banner art that's featured in there. That's awesome. She uh, did my Snorlax commission that I talk about in the episode. Uh, And then we've got our logo and some little various like uh, text-based in-jokes from some episodes. So if you'd like to support the podcast, you want to pick up some merch. All proceeds go to our recording and our hosting fees. Uh, It's not free to have a good quality podcast, unfortunately. Um... If you don't want to buy anything and you still want to support us, we do also have a coffee profile that's uh, ko-fi where you can just, you know, throw us a buck, like throw us something in our tip jar uh, if you like our content and you want to support us that way. You don't have to do either of those things. We're just happy you're here. Enjoy the episode. chaotic neutral on this week's episode we're just gonna chill out and talk to you about what's going on in our lives because we don't have a lot going on topic wise and maybe air some grievances so i'm sarah i'm shana and i'm jessica uh who would like to start i know shana you should probably mm-hmm. go first because you want to add on you were not here to defend southern california on our <laughs> renaissance fair episode and weigh in on your faves for the Red Fair. I am shocked and appalled at how much hate <laughs> the Southern California Renaissance Pleasure Fair has received. Shocked <laughs> and appalled. I'm just saying I get plenty of pleasure and the name isn't even Pleasure Fair. I mean, I'm saying. I don't know. They set it up in Irwindale. It's a gorgeous location. I always loved going there. But they do not have plumbing. So I get... It. It's also not I'm as surprised they don't have a more permanent establishment given the weather's favorable. I am too. Honestly, like it'll it'll get hot when you go because it's you know it's not San Diego, but mm-hmm. it's not the humidity factor isn't a thing there like it is here. So you're not dying. And but there's That's I don't know what they always say. Yeah, the humidity. But the I color. went to Vegas once. And I died, Shayna. I was <laughs> pregnant and I was fine. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I'm not built for that. A lot of people aren't, but like I, I grew up in it, so it was it was okay. But like now, yeah, going home and going back to visit, it's like, um, it's 80 degrees and I'm melting. How did I survive 120 degree summers as a kid? Oh. I, don't, I don't know. Oh, oh just in the, the words sh- 120 degree make in me the go bleh, shade. Bleh. <laughs> Oh, that's what. We have a friend at work who's from Mississippi, I think, mm-hmm. and he would always remark in the summer that the shade works here in the Midwest. <laughs> it really like, does. What? He's like, shade doesn't work in the South. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. Uh, I remember my first like encounter with humidity. It was my brother graduating um, from unit, like in Fort Campbell, 
And we were in the Kentucky, Tennessee area. I think, God, I was like 13 or something, 12, 13, somewhere in that area. And I just died. I couldn't breathe. I thought I was having a heart attack. (laughs) No, when you feel like you can touch the air, like the air has a thickness quality. It is palpable. It's gross. It's gross. I would say like humidity for me, I would rather be like at a high altitude, like, Mm -hmm. Give me Colorado. Colorado. Yeah, that was a totally weird experience for me, not having as much air, but it was still at least a little I've never humid. been to a high altitude. It's I haven't either. Weird. Question. Does a lot food of people get taste sick? different? I don't think so. There was like a whole thing. I was like, Gordon Ramsay's got a I show on Disney+. I had my first spa in Colorado, and I loved it. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, Gordon Ramsay, he has a show on Disney Plus. He talks about altitude making food taste differently. He was in Peru and it was like all high altitude cooking and stuff. It's like he's going to random places and like, like out there places. Kind of like a Bourdain style show. Yeah. Mm. Actually, yeah. That's a pretty close. Yeah. (laughs) But he was mentioning something like, you know, food tastes different at high altitude. Well, I guess extreme high altitudes or whatever. Yeah. Wow. That was a tangent. Um. To the Renaissance Fair. The favorite snack thing. I'm surprised nobody brought up the roasted sweet almonds because those things are fucking delicious and they're pretty easy to carry I around. like oh, to sniff them. The king's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> nuts. And the, and, the, and the nut sellers that are like, come taste my nuts. It's the best call know. in the whole fair. I'm sorry. I can't, I can't say no. Put my warm nuts in your mouth. <laughs> they're so sweet. Have a sack. <laughs> No, they're fantastic. They smell good. They're so good. They do. And that's just it. They they smell amazing. They're easy to carry around. And as you guys witnessed last time we went, I don't care how hot it is. I love a loaded baked potato. I do. Oh, that's true. They're awesome. With a lot of butter. Where are the loaded baked potatoes? I don't think I've ever had one there. They, I want to say the place that had the, um, the steak on a steak. Uh, it was in the, uh, (laughs) I didn't know that's what it was called. It's called steak on a steak. Uh, (laughs) I love the Renaissance beer. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, yeah. Those are my favorite snacks. I almost get them every single time. Um, the drink thing was new. Normally, so when I was, I've been going to the fair since I was 14 years old. Um, once I turned 21, of course, my, my mom and I went, we would always do the raspberry mead. But I guess that's not a thing anymore, she was saying. They've replaced it with like pomegranate or something else. Both sound uh, good, though. I yeah. was about to say, I don't know if I've ever heard of raspberry or pomegranate at Bristol, but I also, I haven't gotten mead in a couple of years. I normally get uh, blueberry. Yeah. Maybe it's different because she goes to the California one, obviously, so maybe it's different. Right, but they're stuff. owned by the same company, right? That's what I would think, so I thought it'd be universal, but like, you know. Uh, I'm pretty it's sure they're like, sister fairs. Yeah. There's probably supply chain differences and all that jazz. I'm going to hunt around next time I go and find it. Because, no, those were great. I did try the Bristol Blast when we were all there, though. It was the crown apple and the cranberry. Yeah, the that's what my boyfriend gets, generally. I liked that. I liked that. It went down easy. I remembered, I remembered what mine that I used to get was hmm. before I started, uh, you know, my potion bottle. Um, <laughs> the, it was the spilled blood ale. I don't and think I I've seen, seen that one. Yeah, I haven't seen a poster for it up this year. It was like uh, it coolest was, name ever, though. Yeah, yeah, it was 
I mean, like, it was some kind of flavored liquor and then cranberry. Hmm. I like good. almost all cranberry That's what drinks. I always get. I love, yeah. Can't go wrong with cranberry. Well, and it doesn't kill you in the heat when you're walking around, which mm-hmm. I appreciate. Um, the shows, Mooney and Brune has been my favorite show consistently. Solid. Yeah, it's, what, Jesus, how old am I now? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Years. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a staple, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's just it. Mooney and Brune have their own individual shows, and they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they come together for a combined show, which is... I don't is... think I've seen Brune. You need to see Brune. Brune isn't at Bristol, like, All the time. most... Yeah. Oh, he like, there, special like, appearance? a couple days a year. He was there oh, last time okay. I was there. I got a picture of him. I got to see him for the first time, and I was like, whoa, he does exist. <laughs> did you like the show? Please tell yeah. me you did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he and Mooney do a combined show at, like, at the end of the day, if they're both there together. That's always hilarious. They're legitimately friends. What's, so uh, what's Bruni's deal to, or Brune's, Bruni. <laughs> what's Brune's deal? <laughs> I know. You have a pet like, name for him already. <laughs> well, I combine their names real fast. I'm shipping uh, them. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, Mooney's deal, for those who don't know, is he doesn't talk, he whistles. And it, that sounds weird, but he actually, like, could convey a lot through that, and he's really funny and, it's like, sarcastic impressive. through whistling, if that makes sense. What's Brune's deal? Does he talk? S- yes. Brune talks. He's actually really articulate and clever. I don't know how he comes off with half the crap so he does on the fly. when Mooney and Brune are together, is Mooney still just whistling the whole time? No, he'll talk, but he, he oh, will okay. whistle to, like, get a point across, which I always found hilarious. He'll, like, punctuate stuff like, hey. <laughs> yeah. But no, he he he's so sassy. They're just it's both of them going back and forth. But Brune juggles. Oh, yeah, it's actually pretty intense because he'll juggle bowling balls there at the end and like. (gasps) Oh my god! Yeah, that would make me really nervous. He has um, a kid come up and help him. I'm not. I haven't been there in a couple years, but (laughs) my eyeballs like almost fell out of my head. I was just picturing (laughs) a kid being smashed by a bowling ball. He'll have a kid come up and wear a little leather helmet for, you know, protection and hand him the bowling ball while he's hucking these things and eating fruit at the same time. Does the child just hold the bowling ball? Yep. Oh, okay. And then um, he has done fire as well and he'll eat fire and that's pretty cool. That is cool. I'm now sad that I have not seen the show. Yeah, I was pretty mind blown by his juggling. He'll come back though. He's only gone for four weeks and then um, he'll be back for like towards the end of the fair. So okay, if good. you go again towards that time, please yeah. check him out. I think he's fantastic. He streams and stuff now. He like live streams. Yeah, My mom's nice. a Patreon, a friend of Brood, and um, donates. Oh, to he has stuff. a Patreon. Yeah, That's so awesome, dude. Plague times hit hard, man. I can't imagine how some of the fair. Oh no, artists... I was. I can't. I can't even fathom, like, no. the amount of money that these some of these people make at the fair to not have it for a whole year as yeah. part of their yearly I, there, budget. It's there insane. are so many shops missing this year that I That you wonder what happened. Like, did they just Like, just are they revamping, maybe? Like, no, um, it just makes me sad. No. That's... If this better not, with the whole... not We're not going to talk about it a lot because it's depressing this is a safe space but if this comes back and we do yeah. this all over again with this variant i'm gonna 
punch somebody. Yeah, I know. I keep seeing all these, like, post-pandemic things, and I'm like, it doesn't feel a lot like post yet. No, we're in it, It feels scary again. (laughs) Like, I thought we were starting to move towards post, and now it feels scary again, and I don't like that. We've still got a foot in the water. It sucks. And I feel like something's got its hand around our ankle now. Mm -hmm. Into the void with us all. We're all gonna get fucked by the D. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Disney in February. Oh, if it God. fucks my like, that sounds like such a like oh first world problem thing because I'm not life and death. But like for my own little world, like this yeah. was like, my dream trip, and I saved and I planned and I budgeted, and this is like it. It's probably the only time I'm going to be able to go. And I'm mm-hmm. like, if this fucks my Disney trip, I somebody will be. I'm holding someone responsible. Somebody. <laughs> I don't know who yet. <laughs> if Sarah finds you in the street and she punches you in the face, just know it's you that she blames. <laughs> I've singled you out. You're the reason. <laughs> no. Um, I've, I've got I'd a like few to think. People. I'll uh, send them past. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, any hope. other thoughts about Renfair? Last ones. Vendors. Yes. Uncommon adornments. I have. What's that? It's a jewelry booth. And. They have all these beautiful pendants. I actually collected quite a few when I lived in California. Sad where story. Where is it in the fair? The, is that the one where they hand you the flyer when you walk by? Well, there's I a couple places yes. that do It's that. got all the symbols and what they mean and whatnot. Is it, is it the one That's the on... one when you first walk in. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like when you're going... just past the rock candles. Like towards, yes. like by mm-hmm. the Maypole area. Like you go past the Maypole. Yep, that's the one? Okay. Yep. Because there's one over on the other side, too, yeah. by the pond that's similar. No, I Uncommon think... Adornments is, I think they're the only ones that have, like, the little parchment thing with all their symbols and knots and what they stand for and all that stuff. That could be. Actually, two of my tattoos I got from off of pendants that I bought from Aww. there. Yeah. My little hip ones. My little first babies. Um, but also the Garlic Festival Shop. You can buy anything oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you cannot go wrong at the garlic festival. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to hit like some of the food stuff when we go one more time because Dan loves to cook and he loves that stuff. Yeah. Stock your pantry. And I I'm know. sorry. Everybody loves. Well, I guess not everybody. Most people love garlic. So garlic there's a lot of fun stuff. cooking stuff in there. Well, sure. But not that's vampire. And that's how we know. That's how you know. <laughs> so then you fake it and you buy it anyways. <laughs> yeah, those are my why are you carrying your garlic with tongs? Don't you? <laughs> That's pretty I weird. Have a skin condition. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think if we don't go the very last weekend Labor Day, I'm hoping we go the weekend last weekend in August. Maybe we get to go. I think I'm probably gonna go on Labor Day just because I have off work and. What True. else am I going to do? It makes sense. I, I, It could be, like, one of my only full fair days, you know, because I only got yeah. that one other one. Yeah. I'm supposed to go next Sunday, but my dad just told me he's got his motorcycle in a car show. Hmm. Can oh. I do both? <laughs> Aren't car shows usually, like, an all-day thing? My dad used to put the 1940 Plymouth well, yeah. in. Yeah, but uh, so is my work. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. True. That's going to take, you know, both halves of your day, so... No sleep for you. We were talking about giving up sleep. There you go. Yep. That sounds so bad. Like, it's when really I was a, a struggle. <laughs> when I was young, like, just staying up all night to do whatever, and now that I'm post-30, I'm like, 
That sounds like the worst thing ever. Absolutely. Even, like, if I sleep almost all day and then get up and go to work, it's still, like, by the end of that 12 hours, I am, like, just in pain and Mm -hmm. so exhausted. Like, I did nothing (sighs) but work today. I don't know if I could work a 12-hour shift. I mean, it's so nice having all those days off then, but that's a hard trade. I'm not hating it. Well, that's good. The job is so chill. I got to work on your art last night. Yes! I commissioned my Snorlax team! I love it. six Snorlaxes! It looks so good so far. I want to make it into a shirt so I can wear it everywhere. I absolutely think you should. Oh, that's something else I should say is we're we're batting around the idea for our very tiny little baby fan base of making like a red bubble store with some BS on it and whatever, you know, <laughs> nonsense trickles in from that we could use towards our, uh, you know, our hosting fees and our recording fees. Um, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah I'll, and I'll, I'll buy mean, it. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. the thing is well, like if anything, I American. will buy my, yeah. So I'll, uh, I'll post on the, uh social medias once I have some stuff up in there, but I, I'm learning Photoshop now, so I can at least get, like, Look at you. you know, the basic stuff. Like, I'll do some word designs and some logo designs, and I'm sure since we have some artists in this group, we'll have some cool stuff. Maybe. Yeah, I can't do words, but, uh, I can do other stuff. There's programs that let you cheat Children's on that, so. books and anime hoes. <laughs> yeah. Best portfolio spread it's good yeah. to have range very much so i don't um, know like our little chibi faces on our banner i think are fantastic i love those yes so. they are super i'm sure cute. i will redo them soon because i have been like actually teaching myself how to use procreate which is Ooh. what i use to draw so i've been using it for years and just not actually knowing what i was doing well i mean you yeah. produce some pretty good <laughs> shit for not knowing what you're doing <laughs> i'm impressed Well, that's a good tangent for what I kind of wanted to talk about is, like, Mm -hmm. I I love all these different little hobbies and making stuff and managing stuff. Like, it gives me life. It fuels me. But, and this is going to sound, this is going to sound like a humble brag, and it's not. It's a real problem in my life. I really think I buried myself this time. Like, this month. I, so... I love doing the podcast. I, I'm the one who edits it, and I manage the posting of it and all that stuff, and I really enjoy you. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I also am in a book club from a uh, college professor that I had. I started my own fantasy book club because I wanted to motivate myself to read more. Oh, hi, Kitty. Thanks for coming in to join us on the podcast. <laughs> okay, bye. Um, and then I also like to write that's my big hobby and i've been working on a new fantasy uh novel that i want to enter into an event called pitch wars this september and i've been slacking all summer because the summers are so busy so i made myself a schedule and if i want to enter uh, pitch wars i really need to be writing like eleven thousand words a day oh my god that's a big not eleven thousand i'm sorry eleven hundred eleven okay jesus that's so much better (laughs) i know words a day (gasps) 
11,000 <laughs> words a day. That'd be a really big book. No, uh, 1,100 words a day because I've got like 26,000 words right now and I need to be more around like the like 75 mark probably. And then I left myself like 10 days worth of like revising editing and we'll see if it's even any shape to enter it. So mm. I want to do that. The book we picked, we voted in for Fantasy Book Club. I just got in the mail and I did not realize how big it is. It is a brick. It is 800 pages. Oh, shit. The book club book for my professor's book club is 400 pages. I want to start making designs for this merch shop. I am now playing magic cards, so I've been trying to design decks and stuff, and I'm enjoying that. And I'm like, I can't do all this. No, there's yeah, not enough time. I don't but have I enough want space to do in my all brain. What is it? Okay, so I read, there's like an actual term. So... You know, because, you know, you devote your time to, like, working and stuff that you're not, like, you know, I don't know. There are some people that are lucky enough to work what they're super passionate at or whatever. Right, and I don't. I have a a 9 to 5, like, well, it's, like, 7 to 3.30, but you know what I mean. But, like, when you deprive yourself of sleep because, goddammit, you want some time to do things that you enjoy and what you want to do. And then you just run yourself into the ground pursuing well, and that's the, the things thing. you I, like. <laughs> I love to sleep. So when mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm a hard person. When I hit mm-hmm. by nighttime and I'm tired, I'm out. It doesn't yep. matter what I wanted to accomplish, I'm out. So I'm not luckily sacrificing my sleep because that would be bad on my health. Mm-hmm. Instead, I then wake up the next day going, I didn't accomplish X, Y, and Z from yesterday. So I need to get, get caught up on that and then do it all over again. That and I just start stressful. getting. Yeah, you're in the hole. Dude. Like, well, then anytime as... I'm not doing something that I consider productive, mm-hmm. I feel awful. And I'm like, yeah. this isn't good. Well, and then there's like keeping up your chores at home and stuff. Oh, sure. Yeah. Cooking like, meals. Things walking like Walking by and like, I'm like, I gotta do the dishes today. I gotta do laundry. I gotta mm-hmm. change the cat boxes. Mm-hmm. Like. Last Never ending. I we were just talking about this before the podcast. I need to start exercising. Apparently, I have hereditary high cholesterol, and I'm gonna fucking die. So <laughs> it's all killing us all slowly, all from inside. Well, and then it's like, so my boyfriend, his, I'm not gonna say he doesn't have hobbies. He like loves building and working on motorcycles. But his thing is like, if he has a broken bike, he's busy. If he doesn't, he's not. Mm. So like, he's more of a social butterfly. He wants to go out and do things. And I am very introverted and I don't want to go do things because it makes my anxiety high when I'm hanging out with a lot of people and it's noisy. I can't do that. Like we went out to dinner last night and it was a real in a really noisy room and I was like threshold panic attack by the time we left. Mm. So I then feel like a jerk when Dan goes out and like goes hangs out with the neighbors or something and I never come because I'm like, I can't. I have too much shit to do. <laughs> And that's not a good use of my time. And I'm like, oh. So anyway, that's what I got going on. That back and forth. Like that internal back and forth is so rough, though. It's like, I should do yeah. this, but I also want to do this. And then, but then on the other hand. No, like last night we got done with dinner with his family. And like I said, I was in a rough mind space because it was so loud. And I just was getting tired because it was like, like 930. Oh, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, for me. And Same. he's like, well, we want to go over to his brother's house for, like, a nightcap and hang out. And I was just so didn't want to. But his family's in town visiting. Like, you can't say no. And once I got there, I chilled out because it was quiet and nice. And my favorite dog was there, Hi Bogger, and I pet him. Yeah. But then I got home and I'm like, didn't write today. So now today I'm like, 
I should be writing two grand worth of words. That's not going to happen because I'm doing this and I have to shower and I'm going to go play magic. Not enough hours in the day. No, and like, I know there's not an easy solution. You just have to figure it out. You have to prioritize. You have to decide what gets done. What probably is going to happen is I'm not going to get this done in time for Pitch Wars this year and I will have to wait till next year. And that's not a big deal. I have, you know, whatever, but... Yeah, if you're going to give yourself extra time on something, I feel like that's probably a good one to yeah. give yourself the editing and the revision time to, and you're not stressed out about it. You're legitimately enjoying putting the work in. I, I, I'm going to still strive for it because I will say yeah. having a deadline makes me write like nothing else does because I am That's so the only bad. way I get anything done. If I don't <laughs> have to do mm-hmm. something, if there is no time, I didn't do anything in the pandemic. Not a cosplay, not a, you know. Like, oh, no. No, not at all. Yeah. I don't have a reason to do things, so I'm uh, not I didn't. Gonna... I feel like Sam did a cosplay within the pandemic. Like, she was, she had, like, a pet project kind of thing. It's like, well, I, yeah, I don't have the willpower, the self-startingness <laughs> take on a project. I need, I need to have a reason to do it. Mm-hmm. I just got plants. I guess that was my pandemic yeah, thing you did. I did. That's true. Your pandemic hobby Became that you picked up. Addicted to plants. I feel like there's a lot to learn with plants, though. So there's there's plenty the to worst. keep yourself I've never been able to keep a plant alive in my entire life. I, I don't know why house, I did this. You've got lots of healthy plants right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I can't keep alive, though? Succulents. Those little bastards. They're supposed to be easy. What happened? I know. I can. Oh, they all die. No. <laughs> look, look at my plants. When you get to my house, I have one single alive succulent, and I used to have a bunch of them. What vengeful Aww. little like? I think it's just organisms. too humid. Maybe. Honestly, maybe they are desert. They're like plants. desert plants. Yeah. Yeah. So what's going on with you guys now that I've done barfing? Just barfing all my <laughs> problems. No, I mean, it's a lot of the same. Uh, Connor's first week of uh summer vacation was this past week because his school does summer school so like and that's great because you know they forget so much over three months off it's not a good system no yeah no so i'm trying to make him do work every day and that is just i haven't done anything for myself this week because like trying to get him to do work is kids man what grade's connor going into second yeah Yeah, i know i feel like this is where it kind of starts to get real and he has no like patience motivation will to do anything his teacher this year really oh she was a dang angel to deal with him but like i feel like she also just kind of like i don't know if he learned anything (laughs) well that age is like a lot of just like figuring out how they you know learn and you know i feel like i also that's another problem with the school structure is it's like one box and you're trying to jam every shape into one box and i feel so bad because like they teach math so much differently now that like connor and i are on totally you know what makes sense and works in my brain is not what he's been taught and it's like yeah so trying to help him is like impossible or you're gonna teach him something that's gonna hurt him in trying to you know yeah do it the way they want him to do it exactly because yeah if you're taught a different way and it's like show your work is it common core is that what they're Uh, in now that's i i that maybe that's what it's called i don't know it's just different it's way yeah everything is like tens 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 i think that's common core yeah 
Which, I mean, I get it that that could, but I just feel like everyone learns so differently. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like Connor is different and definitely one of those, like, uh, probably alternative learners. <laughs> and I feel like so many kids are, and yeah. they just get beat into fitting into the system. And the ones that don't, they're, like, the label, like, the problem children. When it's, like, that's not, it's, it's not a problem. It's just that we're, the system is so inflexible. Yeah, it really is. Like, there's no wiggle room, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I mean, my daughter's autistic, so finding her pathways, we're still looking for some, you know? Like, we found some stuff that works, but, like, I don't know. She changed schools in during the pandemic, so I haven't even met her teachers in person yet, but I've had the video conferences and whatnot. And night and day difference. She's doing really good. And I know summer hit her hard because she loved school and loved her teachers. She did get to go for the last couple weeks, though, last semester. So that was good, at least. So we're looking forward to a good year this year. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. I'm sure she'll be stoked (laughs) to get away from her baby brother, who is all up the grill. (laughs) I really, really, really hope that whatever happens with the pandemic we don't go back to virtual learning because i know that was so hard on the kids it was connor could not could not i can't imagine that i would have been able to and i feel like i was very much a square peg kind of like i fit into the system but even Mm -hmm. i don't think i would have been able to handle that as a kid i definitely couldn't have i didn't have that i still don't have that like self-starter kind of dealio that you not as a kid hell no and the fact that they expected kids to act like so rigidly perfect where there were adults fucking up all over the pandemic is amazing to me. Like, dude, no, (laughs) you can't hold them to a higher standard than yourself. Like you can't. My five-year-old did not have the uh, patience to sit in front of a computer for eight hours. No, not when it was eight hours and they had like two breaks. That's nuts. I can't do that for work. I get up and walk around every 20 minutes. Play with the friends (laughs) and have lunch and all the Mm -hmm. like parts of the day that are really important to them, especially from like a social aspect. And then gym, music class, something to break up the. Well, and knowing that your room is right there with all your shit in it, like there's no way I would be. I'd be like, bye. I'm just going to go. All Connor wanted to do was just like show his friends his stuff. Like that's what I would be doing. That's what I would do too. Yeah. That's how they ended up actually getting the kids to do work, was they would say, if you do your work good, we'll give one of you superstar learner, and then you get to do show and tell at the end of the day, and that that actually worked. I mean, Uh, that's, that's I mean, way to adapt. There you go. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like Anthony is, my husband's just an absolute saint, because he, he did, he he virtual learned, I think, while she was home, and, you know, we're not trained in education let alone special education so no trying to the work he did was amazing her... grounded yeah but like again like i don't know how they expected luckily her you know her schedule was kind of altered because she is autistic and she's got these limitations but i don't understand how they expected any kid to sit there for eight hours with I would say <laughs> with two like... breaks that's nuts i feel like after like maybe middle school that's like a more reasonable yeah but not a way to teach if you're yeah it's yeah it still sucks though that you're not having that socialization 
That's so yeah. important. Not for me. I, I feel like I would have loved it as a kid. Oh, I, I would have loved other it. other children. <laughs> yes. Hated them. I almost failed kindergarten. I got an oh. M. Oh, no. For failing to participate. Yeah, I didn't want to interact with other kids. I would sit in a corner alone and be like, no, I don't need the group project. I'll do it all myself. Tiny little goth like, baby. They were like, this girl <laughs> cannot interact with other children. She needs help. Oh, She's no. talking to a Jessica. Red rum, red rum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Never worked, never liked other kids. Still don't like kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean... One. He's alright. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Some days I don't like him, but I love him. <laughs> That's true of all family. <laughs> He's oh. like <laughs> I can hear mine squealing now. <laughs> I heard Fred meow a while ago, but I haven't seen him. Kitties are sitting in this time around. He's eating all of his belly hair on the couch behind me. <laughs> no, Fred, leave that on there. Bring That's Kitty back. Bring Kitty back. <laughs> I know I misses her. I, uh, for the listeners who don't know, Fred is her orange boy cat, and he's very, very, very lovey-dovey. And she had another cat uh, named Kitty who does not like him, and was very <laughs> upset by him and hated him. And did not like her his advances on her, so she lives with me now. He's very upset and about it. And Fred's very sad. He lost his girlfriend. So stressed out, he licked all the hair off his tummy. I know. And he's got big. He's got big fat bald belly. Just <laughs> jiggles when he walks. It's great. I don't hate it. I mean, I feel bad that he's stressed out, but that's why you need to get a dog for him to be friends with. Maybe. Dog will not be intimidated by Fred's nonsense. Here's a petition to let me adapt Uptown Tony. (laughs) Oh, Uptown Tony. Who's Uptown Tony? You didn't see my picture of Uptown Tony? I must not have. It's this Chihuahua mix. And Jacob hates Chihuahuas. Everyone hates Chihuahuas. They're terrible. I have met a handful of nice Chihuahuas, but the majority Mm -hmm. have not been great. This dog looks almost exactly like the Taco Bell Chihuahua. Like, it's a bigger... Chihuahua, and his name is Uptown Tony, and he's eight months old, and at some point in his young life, he got donked in the noggin, so he's got, like, some neurological, he just spins in circles, like, he'll just be running and boop, 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 spinning circles. I mean, Fred would find that pretty funny. Yeah, I feel like he'll probably be about the same size as Fred, or at least weight. Right, you're not going to be able to get a big dog, that would probably not be great no connor yeah. doesn't like connor doesn't like big dogs he's yeah so i still say you should get a corgi uptown tony mm. <laughs> gave him a new york accent and jacob is not having it he gets so mad <laughs> with his like uptown, uptown tony he doesn't want uptown tony all right what does he want a big dog mm. you're not gonna be able to get a big dog I just said Connor doesn't like big dogs. Like, I'm sorry, you're vetoed right there. Uh, well, mean, yeah. It's not like and, and, we have a big house or a lot of room for a dog to, you know, run. Yeah, and I mean, like, a big dog is turns into a big puppy, and that might be rough on Fred. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I would like, like, I like Shiba Inus and, like, mm-hmm. Corgis. Like, medium-sized I, dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Shiba Inus have the cutest faces. Oh, my God. I they're... heard they're sassy. Yeah. That they, I don't know uh, why, what that that is about Japanese dogs. 
<laughs> we always grew up with beagles, and They're very I vocal. love them. They are. They are energetic. Hound dog through and through. We used to find our first dog, Buster. My mom got him as Christmas present, and then I was born in February. So that was cool. Got to grow up with a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, we would find this asshole up the street because he would just follow his stupid nose anywhere the like, other smells took him. I beagle shit to do. You're going to have to just... Ugh. Yeah, my uh, I had a boss with a beagle, and it was literally almost monthly he would call into work, I'm sorry, my dog just ran. It just ran. <laughs> <laughs> they are not off-leash animals. In yeah. general, yeah. I would say, unless you've like specifically tra- like trained them, like obedience school, something like that. But like, you just you just got them and potty trained them and like loved the crap out of them. Like, <laughs> that's all he got. So no, if he got the opportunity, he was done. And then he got old, and then was like, "I'm not ambitious anymore. We're just gonna stay close to home." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dan had a schnigel, it's a schnauzer beagle. Oh, what did it look yeah. like? Like a <laughs> like a schnauzer, but less mustachy. A little huh. bit of mustache. Uh, but he was very chill, very lazy, and the only time you really saw his beagle is when the toaster oven went off. From what oh. He would howl at the toaster oven. I would say to scare him, or was, yeah, he just trying to protect the house. Yeah. But I never got to meet Blue, but he sounded like a very good dog. Oh, baby. Good doggo. I have looked up the Schneagle, and I love it. <laughs> I just love the names period of like mixed breed The combo dogs, dogs yeah. Chewinies. Anything mixed with a wiener dog is the most amazing thing that I've ever seen in my entire Especially life. since that's not, you know, it's a dachshund like yeah. Chewinie is so unofficial. You know, I just love cute. that love anytime it. you mix like a big dog with a wiener dog, you just get like the it just looks like you took a big dog top half and just took it and put it on some little legs. Yep. It looks so hilarious. That's Aww. what Dan wanted. Dan wanted, we were talking about getting a dog before we took in Kitty, and he wanted either a corgi or something mixed with a dachshund. And I was like, you can't, we're gonna, if we're going to go rescue a dog, you're not going to be able to thread that needle. Right. Yeah. Not unless no. we found, like, a corgi rescue or just mm-hmm. got damned lucky. Like... So, there are honestly, some corgi mixes in my pet finder. Are there? I bet they're adorable. Yeah. I feel like in the shelters when you go to adopt, when you go for the mixed breeds, I feel I feel like a lot of them are super cute compared to some oh, how yeah. pure breeds look. Maybe it's just because like, I'm used to seeing pure breed dogs, From so I know I've what they look heard, like. But... They're typically healthier, too. I have not fact-checked mm-hmm. that, but that's something yep. I've yeah. always heard. But I'm glad... Honestly, that we didn't get a dog at the end of the day, because mm-hmm. life's a lot easier with a cat. Same. Yeah. We got our two tuxedo gargoyles, and that's enough. <laughs> Although now with the RV, taking kitty camping is pretty much the best thing in life. Does she travel well now? I know she was not having it at first. Um, She does better. She's only been on one short trip there and back, and one long trip there and back. Her first short trip, she barfed like five times. She was like, no, I hate this. This is the worst. And I thought, oh, I don't know if this is going to work. Didn't barf on the way home. Then on the way up to my mom's, which is like six hours in the RV, six and a half, she barfed like once. Mm-hmm. And then she made it almost all the way home and I'm starting to get a little hot in there. And I don't, she's very much a diva for temperature. So she was like, well, it's getting hot. I think I'll barf. And I was like, well, <laughs> that's fine, I guess. So she's doing a lot better. That's good. I'm really glad. 
traveling cutie. Yeah, Fred does not like. Whenever we get him in the car and take him to the vet, I have never heard a cat like meow. Like it's he's so loud. Yes. Like, like if please you stop, I can't. And my music's all the way up. It just like sounds like she oh. they're being murdered. And yeah. That's how also, Kitty is if you put her in a carrier. She does not like to be contained. Mm-hmm. So in the RV, since she can free roam, she's she's fine. That makes sense. Maybe um, Fred just needs his uh, freedom. Just yeah, y'all just put him on a leash and put him in there. Maybe he would. Well, you know what? I bought him that harness and I took him outside and he did the same thing. Like just just screamed, just scream. I can feel it. I'm still contained. And he Uh, he did eventually super love being outside and like tried to murder me when I brought him back in the house. See, that's I. I thought about getting a harness for Kitty because when in taking her camping, I was like, I'd love to be able to have her like outside of the campsite with us. But everything I've read online said that if you start letting your cat go outside, then they will always want to be outside. And mm-hmm. Kitty's already very vocal when she wants something. So I'm like, I just don't know if I could live with her just sitting at the door screaming at me for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, that's that was our motivation with our cats. Like, you are strictly indoors. There is no traveling. I don't need that crap at three in the morning. Like, you're already annoying at five when you want food. I mean, I don't think I could ever have, like, a cat that I just let out. No, I, and I mean, I don't want to super hate on people that do that, but I'm like, I would be so worried. Yeah, we got critters out here. We do. Like, there's coyotes and possums and all sorts of crap that could get to us out here. Just run over. Like, I just... Jacob and I have had, like, full-on meltdowns, like, oh my god, where's Fred? I haven't seen him. Did he sneak out? Oh, that he snuck like, out? Yeah, in I the bed. lose my marbles. I'm yeah. like, I can't <laughs> imagine, like, not knowing where my cat is full-time. No, yeah. I, I don't understand how people do that. Yeah, I'd stress out. And, no like, way. some some cats aren't meant for indoor life, that's true, but... Sure, but I mean, I feel like it's different when you live out, like, in the country and you have, like, barn cats, because of yeah. like, um wildlife there's a lot less threat to them um but in the city i just feel like there's too much too much going Mm -hmm. on that and i feel like there's some responsibility to keep your cat indoors just because if you do have a cat that is good at being outdoors and protecting themselves that means they're also probably a good hunter and they're gonna follow their instincts and kill a lot of shit unnecessarily like they devastate local bird populations so that's not great uh, did I tell you about the time Fred tried to kill a bug in our porch last week, but it wasn't a bug. It was literally just a screw in the floorboard. <laughs> and he was like, he was, he Fred woke up. might not be in that category of cat. He woke up, saw this screw and like shot at it. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, Fred, get that bug. He was like, <laughs> at it. And then I was like, it's not moving. Is that a bug? And I got up. Nope, it was a screw. <laughs> best hunter <laughs> at least you made an effort when kitty sees a bug she'll walk over to it and just stare at it and i'm like get it get the bug <laughs> and she'll like sever so delicately just put her hand and just be like touch 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 and like nothing and like nothing and the bug just walks away and she just lets it and i'm like get the bug <laughs> <laughs> that's bagheera my older cat he is he is a delicate man. He will not hunt. He's not. A, he's not about it. He's not, it's not his realm of possibility. Panini, the kitten, the little one. Well, she's not a kitten anymore, but the younger one. She is a hunter. She will kill everything. She comes <laughs> out in the bay window and just looks 
for shit. <laughs> it's See, fantastic. she's a cat that if you let her go outside, she'd be like, I'm gonna fuck all these birds up. She would, <laughs> and that's why we don't, because I can't have that. We have baby bunnies in our yard, like... Oh, she'd bring them all to you, like, I fucked exactly. this thing, look at it, I got it! All the neighbors I have dogs, mother. like, like pretty big <laughs> dogs, actually, because there's, like, a border collie mix, there's, like, pit bull mixes in the back, mm-hmm. and then there's golden retrievers over here, so the bunnies are in our yard, and they are safe there. I cannot introduce Panini to that nonsense. Yeah, I'd feel pretty bad. The peens. <laughs> uh, we have a woodchuck that lives in our backyard. Really? His name is Charles. Aww. He's quite chubby, and I haven't seen him in a while, which makes me nervous because there was an incident a couple weeks ago <clears throat> where Dan thinks I accidentally murdered him. No. I don't think I did. How? So <laughs> I got a... But you haven't seen him. <laughs> I Well, he's pretty elusive <laughs> anyway. We only see him once in a while. Sure, um, good excuse. I got a bow for my birthday, which was a few weeks Sarah. ago. Sarah. <laughs> Not for hunting. I I don't hunt anymore. I used to hunt when I was a kid because that's what you do in Wisconsin when you're the eldest child. Um, But I just like archery, just target archery. So I I haven't had a bow in a while and I got a bow for my birthday. And I was trying to sight it in, you know, and like, because when you first get a bow, especially since it's not an expensive bow, it's, it's not super accurate. So I was shooting with it. And aiming at, the, we have a target um, that's next to our shed, and Charles looks under the shed. And um, and I shot, and it went way left and low, and it went under the shed. <laughs> and Dan looks at me, and he goes, Charles is dead. I'm like, no! I was like, he probably wasn't home. He did <laughs> He's like, Dan without missing a In the day. <laughs> so I am... <laughs> I need to get a flashlight so I can get my arrow back and make sure I didn't murder Charles. For that. I have to make right, Dan do Charles. it. Make right. Dan do it. I haven't gotten around to it. Oh, also, no. then he was giving me shit that I just couldn't shoot. And I was like, no, I was aiming at the arrow so that he's like, give me that thing. And he does it and he shoots and he shot like exactly where I shot, but just a little high so it hit the shed instead of going under. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm, uh-huh, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. fix it. Rude. So he hasn't fixed it yet. He needs to tune it or whatever. But yeah, I have not yet checked under the shed to make sure that I did not murder Charles. Woodchuck murderer. Title achieved. I feel like I would have heard something. He's like, no, he just killed him. A scream? <laughs> I don't know. Something. Also, it was a target arrow. It wasn't like a broadhead. Not shooting like, you know, real arrows. But he's like, that was enough to take out a, a woodchuck. And I'm like, shut up. You pull it back hard enough. It's a youth bow. I have weak arms. Oh, baby. Aw. Get your merit on. I love it. Well, I hope he's okay. You're going to have to give us an update. Check on him. My phone light wasn't enough to see, so I'll see. No, you need a real flashlight. On that note, it's probably all the time we have for today. (laughs) With Chuck Murderer. What a day. Know. What a day. Oh my god. Uh, well, thanks for just listening to us update you on our lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope it was entertaining. If it wasn't, let us know. We won't do it again. <laughs> Maybe we will. I don't know. We don't listen to you guys anyways. No, I'm kidding. Uh, our intro is provided by the 
Woodchuck Murderer Noodle. You can find their band on Instagram at Arcade Mode MKE or on Facebook as Arcade Mode Band. You can find us as Chaotic Neutral on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, like I said before, I will update you when new uh, episodes go up. I try to get them up on Fridays um, when I'm not over in, in inundating myself with other crap. And then I'll let you guys know also if we get this uh, Redbubble uh, store off the ground if you guys want to support us uh, through buying some fun merch stickers and buttons and maybe a t-shirt too. So I'll let you guys know. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming. See you guys in a couple weeks. Bye.